the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along the Tuesday edition of The Ride Home. Hope you've had a good day so far. And uh, for The Ride Home, these next couple of hours, we hope that we uh, make it a little more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Kath, good to see you. I see you're wearing a wrap today. Well, here's the thing. It's a little hard. I- I'm having uh, some temperature dysphoria here at the office mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. some rooms are cold mm-hmm. some rooms are hot right. and i don't know what to wear to work anymore right are you having this concern i've just kind of surrendered to it i have a, a, a wardrobe in my office yeah that's why i brought out because because mm-hmm. i wore the short sleeve shirt today right thinking that that would be fine Mm-mm. and now i'm a little chilly mm-hmm. i came in this morning and put a put a sports coat on because i was the same it's just how it is. You know, uh, it's, it's a big building. And so I, I guess everybody has particular needs. I don't, I don't know how they I don't how think the do fact this. that it's a big building has anything to do with You don't think? No. Do you think people like on the second floor are different from us up here? I think they might be. Well, I, I don't think there's anybody at home at, at the wheel. <laughs> I think right. that it's just. I think it's just. It's remote. its own entity. Yeah, right? it's we're, it's AI controlled. Uh, I hope not. And there's nothing that we can do about. Listen, it. I'm, uh, I watched 60 Minutes the other night. Oh yeah, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, listen, I the guy who it. invented AI. Yeah. And of course, we saw that film the, uh, over the weekend that was all about AI. Yeah, uh, the creator. Yes. Hmm. Raised a, a host of questions. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's coming, right? I mean, we've it, we've talked about it. Yeah. People sounding the alarm that AI, and of course, the, you see the advertisement. I'm using AI. Are you using? No. Are you, you're not using ChatGPT. No. Why would oh, I use ChatGPT? Why not? Because what you're, because what's the creator telling us is that the concern is that it's going to turn into something that we can't control. Yeah. Right. Right. But you're just going to use ChatGPT because what's the big deal? I mean, no. It's if a, it's a problem, it's a problem. It's an app on my phone. Listen, we it evangelized. Did it not evangelize well? It did not. Listen. Okay. The tools and the material and the input were spot on. They were. Okay. But that doesn't mean it, quote, evangelized well. It was like the scientific distillation right, of Christianity. Right. It wasn't the heart-to-heart connection no, of person-to-person. Person. But there was a roadmap. Maybe. A very clear roadmap. Maybe. Okay, so what happens if it if it spits out a roadmap that's unclear and wrong? Well, that's probably going to be true. Right. That's going to come. That's why we shouldn't have ChatGPT. No, I, I don't want it on my pa- phone. The box is already. It's Pandora's out of the box. You know that. It's. I mean, it's just. It's a done deal. Anyway, watch the sixty minutes thing because the guy. I don't who, think Pandora was inside the box. Pandora's box. <laughs> right? Wasn't the the box belonged to her? Was I she in so. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wasn't in it. Was Lexi? Was Pandora in the box? Uh, it's Pandora's box, right? Where Lexi? Where's Lexi? What? She's in. She's in the box too. With Pandora. Yeah, sorry, holding. Give me a second. <laughs> right. Pandora's out okay, of the box. Okay, okay. So John just said Pandora's out of the box, and I said, "No, wait. Was Pandora in the box? Didn't she own the box?" Let me ask. Let me ask Chat GPT. Oh, for- 
<laughs> right? And see what Pat... Lexi, do you know anything about Pandora? And other than a music service. I'm right? about to... Uh, oh, oh, see, she's working. She's yeah. also on chat GPT. No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Pa- Pandora out of the box. Pandora out of the box typically refers to something that is in its initial unaltered state or condition. Is there something specific you'd like to know or discuss well, about Pandora okay. or related Okay, topic? so it's not answering your question, no, is it? No, Pandora's box is an artifact in Greek mythology connected with the myth of Pandora. Mm-hmm. Um, and? It was her... Um, her. It was her container left in the care of her husband, thus releasing curses upon mankind. Okay, so it's not like she, okay, was, she in was in the box. box. She was not in the box. A curse was in the I box. I thought it was kind of like I Dream of Jeannie. <laughs> like Jeannie was in the bottle, and then Jeannie's out, and holy smokes, NASA was never the same. Show now. I'm heading out. What's going on? We're just getting started here. we got two hours to talk about this. I love it so much. It's going to be interesting to see what happens today. Coming up on the program, in the 5 o'clock hour, we're going to be talking about clergy burnout. Mm. Uh, It's a growing concern, I think, uh, across the nation. It might be a concern in your church. Um, And the problem is you might not know it's a concern until your pastor leaves. And then you realize there was a real concern. Right? Nobody told us. Yeah. We did uh, not know. Anyway, also in the five o'clock hour. Also, God speaks science. What neurons, giant squids, and supernova reveal about our creator. We'll talk to author John Van Slotten about that. Looking forward to that. Um, also, celebrity birthdays oh. come up. Uh, in the five o'clock hour. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Bring quiz, it on. Little quiz for John. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, this hour uh, we're going to uh, have a phone conversation about what's going on in the Middle East. Oh, we're going to go to the phones. Yes, we're we are. going to have your opinions. You, our dear listeners, what do you yeah. think's happening? What's your feelings about what's happening between Hamas and Israel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the brutality that's ascending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, uh, we'll talk about descending. that at 425 with more details and a lot more to come. All right. With that in mind, then, as we always do, we get underway with the news stories of the day. Kath, please give us the top four at four. For Monday, October 9th, 2023, mm-hmm. number one. President Biden today condemned Hamas's bloody attacks on Israel that took place over the weekend, calling them, quote, an act of sheer evil. In remarks delivered from the White House alongside VP Kamala Harris and Secretary of State Blinken, the president said the people of Israel experienced, quote, a pure, unadulterated evil at the bloody hands of Hamas. The president revealed that at least 14 Americans are among the more than 900 people killed, that American citizens are also among those being held captive by Hamas. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said after Mr. Biden's remarks that while he could not confirm the precise number of U.S. citizens who are hostages, there are 20 or more Americans missing. Mr. Biden emphasized, quote, in this moment, we must be crystal clear. We stand with Israel. And that is from CBS News. Number two. Israel spent three years building a 40-mile-long state-of-the-art high-tech security barrier across the Gaza Strip. It had radar, it had sensors in it to detect incursions from the Palestinians. But, of course, we've seen the video. On Saturday, Hamas used bulldozers and other really rudimentary means to punch through the fence and, of course, flooded uh, men through the gaps right afterward. Uh, It was a frontal assault on southern Israel, and it's discussed in today's Wall Street Journal. In the article, John, it's interesting. It talks about how um, it was an illustration of the limits of how Israel and their military have decided to fight the war with Hamas. Up to this point, they thought the best uh, option was to do high tech. And now they're thinking 
this maybe we should have you know scrapped all that money and put money toward basic weapon systems to begin with. Um, Avi Yager, who's a researcher at the Israel-based International Institute for Counterterrorism, said in the journal today, it looks like Israel's military, quote, has been preparing for the wrong war. Number three, detained Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovich has had his appeal for release denied by a Russian court for the third time. The Moscow city court rejected the appeal. Um, Evan Gershkovich, who is a correspondent for the Moscow Bureau of the Wall Street Journal, is accused of espionage. Um, the court hearing was held behind closed doors because the materials of the criminal cl- case are considered classified. Gershkovich appeared behind plexiglass and inside a wood box in the Russian courtroom this morning. He has had two failed appeals since his arrest in March on espionage charges. Gershkovich is 31 years old, and he was arrested in March by Russia's powerful domestic intelligence agency called the FSB while on a reporting trip. He has been held since then in Lefortovo prison. That's from ABC News. And number four... The Pittsburgh Penguins open their season tonight at PPG Paints Arena against Connor Bedard and the Blackhawks. It's the first of 82 games in the start of six months worth of angst, tension, excitement, and agony, which is what Tim Benz called it in today's trip. Listen to this. Sidney Crosby, Chris Letang, and Gino Malkin will begin their 17th year together, wow. tying the run of Yankees stars Jeter, Posada, and Rivera as the longest tenured trio of teammates in major North American professional sports that's very cool. history. And that's your top four at four. Excellent. Will you be tuning in? Yes. Of course. Yes. Uh-huh. Did you, how about that stat? 17 years together, tying only the Yankees. That's really cool. That's incredible. Wish we had as many championships. I mean, just saying. John. I'm just saying that it's the obvious thing. Well, yeah. Right? Well, for goodness sake, it's not like we haven't had any. No, I know. <laughs> Hope springs eternal, right? Let's go. This, this should be a good year. Exactly. Right? We're All taking right. a break. When we come back, I hadn't committed suicide, but I was spiritually dead. Hector Vega is going to join us. can talk about his article in this week's edition of Christianity Today. His testimony, which I love. All right. Stick around. WORD. Think for a minute about the word masculinity. What initially comes to mind for many in our culture today isn't something positive at all. Here's Nancy Piercy. Another book author said talking about healthy masculinity is like talking about healthy cancer. The Toxic War on Masculinity. Next time on Family Life Today with Dave and Ann Wilson. Tomorrow morning at 9 on 101.5 Word FM WORD. Donald Trump's indictment proves that saving America is not going to be easy. There are entrenched powers that are fighting this with everything they've got. They want to keep control over the country, the narrative, and the nation's money supply. Hi, I'm Lance Wall now. I'm a news analyst, a Christian author, and evangelical leader. I speak to millions of people every week, people just like you. You see, what the elites are doing is using inflation and government handouts and now central bank digital currencies to determine how they're going to control America. And that's why I recommend all Christians start a gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group, because physical precious metals are one of the few ways you can maintain control over your own savings. To get a free info kit on gold IRAs, text the word FAITH to 989898. Birch Gold Group is the only gold company I trust. Get their free info kit and you'll see why a gold IRA can help you. There are no strings attached. Text the word FAITH to 989898 and you're going to be blessed by taking action right now. 
For over four decades, Cornerstone Television Network has been sharing the truth of the gospel through Christ-centered TV in Pittsburgh and beyond. We can't wait to share with you how we've expanded to reach even more lives this fall. Mark your calendar for Visions of Hope, October 9th through 13th on Cornerstone TV. Together, we'll lean into the presence of God through powerful worship, inspirational messages, and an exciting call to get involved. Tune in and discover how God has used faithful viewers and partners to spread the good news far and wide through the airwaves, our 24-7 prayer line, and even our Cornerstone Cares outreach, which allows us to feed the poor, provide quality education to children in need, and spread the gospel even more. Watch Visions of Hope, October 9th through 13th at 8 p.m. on Cornerstone Television. That's Verizon Fios Channel 505 or Channel 805 on Comcast Xfinity. People always ask me, why should I call Mr. Rooter Plumbing? Here's why. Our owner, Bob Beal, learned plumbing from his father who started plumbing in 1964. His father taught him to do it right the first time, and that's what Bob passed on to all of our plumbing technicians today. If you need a plumber, call Mr. Rooter. Always available for big and small jobs. Plus, mention you heard this ad on Word FM and receive 10% off your next service with us. Call 412-ROOTER2 today. I don't know about you, but I always love to hear people's stories about how they came to Jesus. Some people born into it, right? Their family from the get-go, and it was an easy journey. Other people, it's a hard and brutal road. Well, Hector Vega is with us. He's the author of Arrested by Grace, the true story of death and resurrection from the streets of New York City, and he has quite a story to tell. Hector, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, and God bless you. God bless you, Hector. Uh, the mean streets of Hell's Kitchen in New York City, uh, it couldn't have been an easy place to grow up. No, sir. Uh, it was very difficult, very challenging. There was so much going on. I mean, um, you know, our, us. Uh, there was a bunch of young kids just growing up in a neighborhood where, you know, there were pimps and prostitutes and, you know, porn shops everywhere and uh, porno theaters. And, I mean, you name it, everybody had a scheme and a scam and, I mean, we just grew up thinking this was just uh, our reality and normal. But, you know, looking back now, it was not anything but normal, yeah. if you will. I mean, what, what Hell's Kitchen is, it's literally like a block away from 42nd Street. And so the time that you grew up, 42nd Street, essentially, as you said, was a bit of a hellscape, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. It was uh, back in the 70s and 80s. It was it was full of karate movies and uh and 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 porno porno movies all up and down 42nd street pimp pimp cars and prostitution everywhere and i mean it was just it was just chaos and and uh every corner had a drug dealer um every family was challenged with uh just a lot of dysfunction i mean it, it was just it was just hell's kitchen to be to be exact yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and your family pictured you playing baseball yeah, my family, you know, my dad, you know, he, he was he was anti-drugs for a long time. He he was a taxi driver trying to make ends meet. But, um, you know, he loved baseball and then tried to live out his uh, his dream of of a baseball career through me. And um, I, I I I was doing well uh, on the baseball field, if you will. I, I, I loved it. I, I I used to sleep with a baseball bat in my glove. Hmm. And, uh, you know, I just uh, I, it was everything to me at one point uh, until I fell in love with drugs. You know, 
Yeah, so Hector, when you're surrounded by chaos, easy to fall into chaos. And of course, uh, in your story in Christianity Today, which is where we first met you, you tell the story. Uh, you know, started to drink at an early age, 11, 12, 13, started to get high, yeah. and found yourself in quick order in prison. Tell us that story. Yeah, so, um, you know, drinking was a part of the family uh, dynamic. Uh, every party had a, I mean, every party lasted until somebody got into a, a drunk uh, uh, fight and then it was mm-hmm. over. But, you know, it was just, uh, I mean, I was growing up thinking this was normal. This is what you do. Um, not a lot of structure. I'll be honest. Uh, you know, my parents did the best they could, but you know, sure. it was just not a lot of structure growing up in, in, in New York city. But, um, you know, when, uh, started hanging out with the in crowd, if you will. And part of that was because I was growing up with a lot of, um, uh, just emotional, what, what, how should I put it? Um, you know, just feeling like I needed to be accepted. I didn't feel like I was strong enough, big enough. And, and, you know, I had feelings of shame, fear, and guilt. And these, these were the things, the drivers that were pushing me toward, you know, risky behavior and hanging out with the wrong crowd. And, um, you know, my love for baseball was there, but, you know, it just, you know, the love for hanging out and part of the in crowd just took over. And so, um, you know, I started cutting school and before you know it, started selling drugs, hanging out with the in crowd and, um, and then the in crowd started getting high. And so, well, I do what the in crowd is doing just to kind of get curious about it. And then before you know it, uh, you're in the grips of an addiction that you don't even know how to get out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then, you know, so things went from bad to worse. And my dad just uh, he, he kind of went, you know, rogue. And, and instead of trying to make ends meet the right way, he just said it was easy money on the streets and selling drugs. So he became a drug dealer and I, you know, followed suit. So there was money in the house, drugs in the house and, and, a, and, a, and a young kid that was in the grips of an addiction. Um, and so I started selling drugs to support my habit after a while. In the midst of all that chaos, though, you meet a young woman, Michelle. I do. Uh, you know, so I, so I go in and out of jail for, for I mean, it was it to, 10 years total in and out of jail. But back in 1991, 92, I, I run into this young girl named Michelle in, my, in, in our neighborhood. She was from a, a Christian family. They went to church. And, uh, you know, a lot of people told me I didn't have a shot with her and everything. But she just... She just caught my eye and I just, I just knew I had to, I had just get close to her and just felt like she was different. And, you know, as we began to chat and talk and, and began to become friends, uh, she started to introduce me to uh, what her life with God might look like. And, uh, you know, just little conversations here and there, but um, then fast forward, we, we became intimate. She got pregnant and uh, you know, her family didn't want anything to do with me. And, uh, Michelle, you know, she saw her dreams of, of being a singer and, and she was in LaGuardia Performing Arts School and she, she saw that dream go by the wayside. And so um, she got pregnant, but then she gave me an ultimatum, go to a drug program and, and get my life together and turn my life over to Jesus. Otherwise, I would never see my son, Nicholas, again. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the impetus for um, getting me to a drug program in, in Newark, New Jersey, of all, of all places. We're talking with Hector Vega. He's the author of Arrested by Grace, the true story of death and resurrection from the streets of New York City. So, uh, Hector, uh, really the turning point, as you talk about it in the story, is that uh, somebody committed suicide. Uh, Hector Vega committed suicide when you were in prison. Uh, the guards come into your cell. They thought it was you, yeah? Yes. 
So, yeah, it's ironic, you know, because, you know, the Bible says that we're dead in our sins. Uh, and uh, I, I, went to, I went to jail. I was living 23 hours in a cell, uh, in a cell block area. You know, they had us on what they call lockdown 23 hours a day. And, and a young man came in one night named Jose Vega, and uh, he took his life. Uh, you know, we went to bed that night, everybody, just a normal night, but it wasn't normal. He took his life, and then um, what ended up happening is uh, they sent a, a chaplain to my house with a mistaken identity saying that Hector Vega had committed suicide. So mm. for two days, uh, my family was preparing for a funeral, and uh, I was still in a cell block, you know, and for all intents and purposes, dead but not buried. Uh, but God had bigger plans for me to get out of that prison and to uh, show me what real life looked like. So, Hector, you write about having mentors um, inside of the uh, prison walls. Can you talk about some of those people and, and kind of how they pushed you along your path? Yeah, I mean, early on, I didn't look at them as mentors, right? There was a, there was a Catholic chaplain of all, of all people who, who would come to my cell regularly and, and tell me about, you know, try to get pique my interest about what I like to read. And I, I really didn't like to read, but, um, you know, I, whenever I did read, I was into gangster, gangster uh, uh, books and things of that nature. So he pointed me to the book of Chronicles and in uh, the Bible and some other things. And then there was another young man who, uh, who was in there with me, and he began to tell me about visiting Brooklyn Tabernacle. And then I, I started reading a book uh, by my late pastor, uh, Pastor David Wilkerson, who uh, started Teen Challenge many years ago, and he, he wrote a book called uh, The Cross and the Switchblade. So I read that and came home uh, as I was released and, and started to visit Times Square Church in, in, Hill, in Hell's Kitchen, New York City. And that, and that began the process of, you know, exposing me to a life with God and what that could look like. Yeah. So there's Michelle. You've got a new life in Christ. And you start on this road. I mean, I like what you said. I mean, it wasn't like some instantaneous thing, right? Uh, there were layers of you studying, reading, attending church. It wasn't somebody like turned this light on and you were like, hey, I'm good to go. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it's interesting you make that. This is a good point. You know, a lot of our Christianity today is presented as if it's a one one walk down the aisle to pray a prayer at the altar and that's it. It's over. But the truth of the matter is those types of encounters are very unique and, and one-offs. Uh, most of our encounters are uh, multiple times down the altar. Yeah. Uh, it, it is constantly getting into the Word of God, constantly. It's like, uh, it's like Lazarus being called forth from the, from the, from the, uh, from the grave. And, and many people talk about Lazarus coming out, but never talk about the fact that he has to be unwrapped uh, with all the grave clothes. And so walking with God is really, for me, has been an, an unwrapping um, and taking off all of the grave clothes a little bit at a time, if you will. And the people that do it are not me. It's, it's the people around me that I allow to speak into my life. And, you know, we could use a, a, a popular term. That's, that's called discipleship, right? Mm -hmm. That's called mm -hmm. living life on life's terms and, and allowing the Word of God to now become my authority. You know, the Word of God says in Proverbs 3, lean, uh, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him. He will direct your paths and He will guide you. And, you know, I made a decision the last time I was in prison that, if, if, if Jesus was real and he was doing this in my life, I was going to look at the Holy Spirit like my parole officer. <laughs> and wherever I go, uh, I know that that parole, parole officer has got a chance of being there, but I know for sure 
the Holy Spirit is there. And so if I can practice the presence of God uh, on a daily basis, I would never go back to prison again. And, you know, it's it's been uh, over 30 years, and God has been faithful and true, and my my life has never been the same again. Fabulous. So fast forward to now. Um, you've had a career. You've had a career, and you've been married to Michelle for a long time. Yes, for 30 years, praise God. Um, and, you know, we have three wonderful sons, Nicholas, Josiah, and Seth. And uh, my my oldest son just got married in, in uh, Portland, and uh, we're excited about that. And uh, and then we have a, a young daughter by the name of Skylar, who's nine years old, who who's with us in Florida. And so, yeah, fast forward, We um, when I came home in 1996, God opened a miraculous door for me to work in an insurance uh, company, and I started as a temporary employee, and he did some incredible things, gave me favor, and I worked my way through the ranks, and I ended up becoming the uh, the director of the entire insurance company there with 140 people working for me wow. with nothing but a jailhouse GED. <laughs> uh, so only got, I was managing a $20 million budget with my boss, and, you know, there was a time that you wouldn't loan me $5, and here I am with the keys to a $20 million budget. Um, and then on top of that, you know, in 2009, I get a call from Times Square Church, who, which is a very famous church in Christianity, if you will. And they wanted me to, to be a pastor of a small church in East Harlem. The only thing was I never applied for uh, a pastoral role or position. I never submitted a, a, an application. Uh, but they, they were convinced that God had a plan for my life. And so uh, God just did some amazing things. And now I find myself in Florida um, opening up a new work down here for human trafficking rescue. Um, it's a very big problem here. And so, yeah, we're just, we're just following uh, the cloud. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a term that we use. We're following the cloud, you know. Yeah. Well, Hepta, it's a great story. All praise and honor to God and uh, your willingness to be used by God. I mean, to escape the mean streets of uh, 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 Hell's Kitchen and uh, New York City and all that addiction and find yourself in Christ and Michelle and your family. You broke the cycle for your boys and for your mm-hmm. family, didn't you? And yes, sir. Yes, sir. We mm-hmm. believe it for great things. Yeah. Amen. Well, pleasure to meet you, Hector. Yeah, Thanks Hector. for joining us. Thank you for having me. God bless. God bless you. Hector Vega, his story, Arrested by Grace, the true story of death and resurrection from the streets of New York City. It has been sent to hundreds of prisons across the United States. Hector Vega. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. Doing it right. Roofing, siding, and remodeling. Home of the Lifetime Workmanship Warranty. Get $1,500 off any full roof or full siding replacement project signed in October. Restrictions apply. Call 724-NEW-ROOF or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Hi, former CI officer and survival expert Jason Hansen here. I teach people how to prepare for the unexpected. And right now, most Americans with a 401k, IRA, or other types of retirement accounts are not prepared for a financial crisis that could hit the U.S. in the next 45 days if we don't fix our ramped up government spending. I have partnered with Advantage Gold, the number one rated precious metals company in America, to release my new financial crisis survival kit that's 100% free for everyone with a retirement account who calls in today. Simply call 800-900-8000. My financial crisis survival kit is jam-packed with valuable information on how you can protect yourself with physical gold and silver. 
Your first step to protection is calling 800-900-8000 and speaking to one of their gold IRA specialists. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Check with your financial advisor before investing. Again, simply call 800-900-8000. Whose rule book do you want to play by, the government's or your own? This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Without a proper estate plan, many families end up playing by the government's rule book and losing a lot of what they'd intended to leave to their families. That's why Abernathy and Hagerman presents free, ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer to help you protect what's yours and make sure the government plays by your rules. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. Roofing, siding, or remodeling? Want to do the right call, doing it right. 724 New Roof. Sharing the word that changes the world. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. Ask your speaker to play the word Pittsburgh. Get our mobile app. Stream us from our website or find us at oneplace.com. You know that feeling? Like every door is closing and you just can't see a way out? Being unemployed, underemployed, or just out of school feels a lot like that. But when you find the right tools, suddenly everything just clicks. Getting on that path may be easier than you think. A good place to start? Go to findsomethingnew.org. At findsomethingnew.org, you have access to resources that help develop new skills. Skills that will position you for careers in today's growing industries. From healthcare and manufacturing to cybersecurity and alternative energy. Plus, you can take advantage of online courses, certification programs, apprenticeships, and more. So you can take yourself from unemployed and uncertain to empowered and prepared for what's next. Find your path to a new career today. Visit findsomethingnew.org. A message from the Ad Council. Mainly clear skies expected for tonight. We'll reach a nighttime low of 42. Mostly sunny tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll see a high of 65. Tomorrow night, plenty of clouds with a low of 49. Thursday, variable cloudiness. We'll reach a high Thursday of 64. Mostly cloudy Thursday night, the low 52. Friday, clouds and sun, the high 70. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Israel is at war with the Palestinian terrorist group Hamas. The atrocities uh, are beyond description, quite Mm -hmm. honestly. But this just did not come from nowhere. There is a long and brutal history between Israel and Hamas, between Israel and their position in the Middle East. It goes and their back, position in the world. Yes, and it goes back thousands and thousands of years. It's a lot to take in. And we as Americans, you know, quick to take sides, as if we would know all that history mm-hmm. and the clearly defined lines of which there are. But there's a lot of blurriness going on here. Mm-hmm. It's a complicated history, and it's a complicated present. But we're curious what your take is on this. And, of course, our curiosity does come with some... Trepidation. Yes, we are fraught. But we would like to know your thoughts about what's happening right now in the Middle East. Yeah, before the show today, the three of us were talking about it. And um, it wasn't unanimous that we go to the phones and hear what people have to say. Because it comes with yeah some tension. Yep. And people's opinion are very sharp about this. But we'd like to hear this. 800-320-8255. 800-320-8255. The question is. The question is, what are your thoughts about what's happened since Saturday? How do you feel about it? I think that's pretty much as general as we could get. But um, our concerns about going to the phones just... 
they center on just uh, we want people to be respectful and we want all of you uh, to be part of a conversation that gives and takes. Mm-hmm. We don't want there to be any name calling. We don't want there to be any finger pointing. We don't have to use we don't want to use the dump button. OK, we can and we will, but we don't want to. Um, I wouldn't expect that we would. I wouldn't expect that we would either. I wouldn't expect that we would either. But I know that uh, opinions and emotions can run hot on this issue. And um, but I also think that we have to model what healthy conversation looks like, especially about a situation as tense and complex as this. And if you can't really say what you think without fear that someone's going to jump down your throat, then there's no place that you can really say what you think. And that can't be good for anybody. Biblically, we stand with Israel. How can we not? Well, but see, that's a complicated issue. Of course it is. That's a complicated. There are Palestinian Christians. I know there are. So it's not... But, in, but God has not. Yeah, but God it, has. Yeah. Well, it, look, we all saw what happened on Saturday. We see him with Israel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm for goodness sake. So uh, 800-320-8255. So we'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to wait in, we're here. Mm-hmm. And uh, right now it's a little tepid on the phones. But don't be shy about this. Where are we? What are your thoughts is there a way through this? This is so complex. 800-320-8255. Be back in just a few minutes. Stay with us. <clears throat> it's the right home. Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. WORD. You're listening now, so we know you're a fan of the radio station. I am a big fan. And we want you to know that we appreciate you. I'm your number one fan. That's why we've developed the Word FM Fan Club. It's free to join, and once you do, you can take part in exclusive surveys and contests. Yeah, I love contests. Special offers. Great giveaways. Discounts. Freebies. I'd like to win one of these contests. Become a member today. Go to wordfm.com slash fan club and sign up. We're big fans. Our family mortgage team is a Carolina Reaper Pepper, and we believe this extremely weird analogy has some major benefits to you. So here we go. The Carolina Reaper is as small as a marshmallow, but packs a punch, big enough to make you only want to eat marshmallows for the rest of your life. At United Faith Mortgage, we're small as well. We're run by myself and my dad and my mom and my aunt and my brother and a dozen or so other people who are basically family. Our small allows us to be incredibly personal to every Word FM listener that calls, and we make this a really big deal. At the same time, though, our small team packs a big punch because of our direct lender advantage. We use our own money within our own walls, and there's no middleman, which often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money. Whether you're buying a new home or need to do a cash-out refinance to help with credit card debt and life, we our United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York. And a blessing 1330. That's the Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage Lender License 22672. This is good news, maybe exactly when you need it to. Right now, switching to MediShare can save you even more than usual, on top of what you'll save each month by becoming a member of MediShare. So many people are looking for a health care solution right now, especially given how inflation is affecting us. And MediShare is the affordable, reliable alternative to health insurance. The typical family saves about $500 a month. You might save even more. And MediShare is a Christian community that's been sharing each other's health care costs for 30 years now, and they're making it easier than ever. 
Apply by October 31st, and you can save an additional $150 on your first month. I'll give you the number here in a second, but just tell them the promo code SHARE to get your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch, like more than 400,000 people already have, and start saving. Here it is. It's 844-47-BIBLE. That's 844-47-BIBLE. 844-47-BIBLE. RCCG Living Spring Pittsburgh presents Gospel Music Concert A Night of Wonders 2023 with guest artist Phil Thompson. November 11th, 4 to 8 p.m., live at Gateway High School Auditorium, Monroeville. All are welcome. Tickets just $25. Come and experience the power of God's presence. A Night of Wonders with Phil Thompson, November 11th. Details and tickets at rccgpittsburgh.com. My guess is you've read, certainly you've watched, all the news coverage of what's happening in the Middle East between Israel and Hamas. I mean, as shocking as it is, and it is very shocking, in some ways it's not unexpected. Considering the rise, the deep rise of anti-Semitism we've seen here in the last few years, and Pittsburgh, the hotbed of it all, right? Yeah, we should be less surprised than anyone else. Right. So we're curious about your take on where we stand. What's happening in the Middle East? 800-320-8255. Do you have some in some insight, some wisdom about what's happening? We'd like to hear your opinion. Let's go to the phones right now and speak with Jim. Hey, Jim, you're live on the air. What are your thoughts? Hey, John and Kathy. Uh, thanks for um, opening this up. But, um, it's just uh, a lot, lot of despair. Um, also, even outside the region, when I see in Sydney and in New York and Berlin, you know, people chanting gas to Jews yeah, and yeah. Um, anti-Semitism is unfortunately uh, alive and well. And um, I just, I dread the weeks and months ahead, the carnage that's going to be. Um, there already was tremendous carnage on the Israeli side, civilians, and um Hamas is a terrorist group. They really they don't stand for the Palestinians. They 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 subjugate their people to horrible conditions. Um, the Palestinian people, um, there's going to be carnage there, and it's it's always the civilians. It's, yeah, it always, always is the civilians, and and I just it, this is just I have to keep reading, you know, um, to be aware, but. Um, just seeing the, the vitriol on the streets away from this, I'm like, wow. So this is how it happened in the 30s. I mean, we yep. blame the Jews again. Yeah. It's, it's always we blame the Jews. And uh, I don't have an answer. I just have this there. And uh, I know the Lord is in control and, um, he, you know, he's not creating these things to happen. But I, my mind can't get around and understand this and, and, and make it make it. I don't know what to say. About yeah, it. make it make sense. There's no, yeah, there's no way to yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jim, yeah. we appreciate your phone call, and uh, so thank you for taking time to do that. Eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. What are your thoughts about this? Where we are right now? The anti-Semitism we see, the the horrors of war once again. Uh, Israel embroiled in this, and and look, <clears throat> it, it hasn't been definitive. But uh, the fingerprints go back to the Middle East, right, to the Iranians mm-hmm. and uh, the, the Jew hatred there. Mm-hmm. And 
it seems... Uh, Israel's surrounded by people who don't want them to exist yeah. geographically. And I'm sure they feel like they're surrounded, you know, uh, psychologically by people that don't want them to exist either, or ideologically don't want them to exist. How does that... What is that? I mean, I remember reading about this, like initially, like in junior high school and then in high school and college and the, the anti-Semitism. And I thought like, you know, like a lot of people, well, that'll never happen again. The yeah, Holocaust, I mean, look, the... we saw the Holocaust. No, certainly we all know better now. Right. I think inside we tend to think that humankind is reasonable. That, look, if we just, if everybody just sees what happened... Well, of course, it's not going to happen right. again. Well-meaning people of, right. of all just, races and stripes. Right. And, then, and then you realize that education and knowledge has nothing to do with it. No, it doesn't. I mean, I'm not saying that education doesn't have a part to play. It does. But that in spite of it, despite it, humankind can be so dark that it just ends up repeating. Uh, evil finds its way, doesn't it? There's yeah. no doubt about that. 800-320-8255. Can I read us? Is there somebody on the on the line? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's talk to them, and then I want to read a song. Okay, let's go back to the phones. All right. Hi, who's this, please? Hello? Hi, this is Christy. Hi, Christy. Hi, Christy. Hi, here. Hi. Um, I just wanted to say I, I agree with you, John, that um, we we stand with Israel. That's, that's what it says. And... Um, I know that God always honored Israel whenever they were following him. And I think if we all pray on behalf of Israel to um, pray for wisdom for their leaders in choosing the right things that they need to do and realizing um, that God needs to be in the center of their planning, that we will be honored and you know, our wishes will be heard by God and, you know, make that plan work. Thank you for your phone call, Christy. 800-320-8255 if you'd like to call in. And we're just asking for your thoughts and feelings about what's going on in the Middle East. Um, I was reading uh, the Psalms last night because mm -hmm. of... The carnage. Yeah. And uh, I was reading Psalm 74. Can I share it? Sure. Your foes roared in this place where you met with us. They set up their standards as signs. They behaved like men wielding axes to cut through a thicket of trees. They smashed all the carved paneling with their axes and hatchets. They burned your sanctuary to the ground. They defiled the dwelling place of your name. They said in their hearts, we will crush them completely. They burned every place where God was worshipped in the land. We are given no signs from God, no prophets are left, and none of us knows how long this will be. How long will the enemy mock you, God? Will the foe revile your name forever? Why do you hold back your hand, your right hand? Take it from the folds of your garment and destroy them. But God is my king from long ago. He brings salvation on the whole earth. It was you who split open the sea by your power. You broke the heads of the monster in the waters. It was you who crushed the heads of Leviathan and gave it as food to the creatures of the desert. It was you who opened up springs and streams. You dried up the ever-flowing rivers. The day is yours, and yours also the night. You established the sun and moon. It was you who set all the boundaries of the earth. You made both summer 
and winter. Remember how the enemy has mocked you, God, how foolish people have reviled your name. Do not hand over the life of your dove to wild beasts. Don't forget the lives of your afflicted people forever. Have regard for your covenant, because haunts of violence fill the dark places of the land. Do not let the oppressed retreat in disgrace. May the poor and needy praise your name. Rise up, O God, and defend your cause. Remember how fools mock you all day long. Do not ignore the clamor of your adversaries, the uproar of your enemies, which rises up continually. Amen. What is the psalm is what? 74. That's one of the psalms of lament. Mm -hmm. um, and the psalms of lament, I think, are really vital for believers when times of suffering uh, and trial hit because we don't have the words to say, but it's just, in, I don't know, it just makes me feel less alone when I read the words of the psalmist and realize that people have felt the way we feel for thousands of years and that God honored those emotions and welcomes those emotions because they're in our biblical canon for us to read. Well, unfortunately, or fortunately, those words still feel yes, very fresh. Don't they? Don't they feel fresh? Yes, like they're ripped from the headlines. I mean, can you believe <clears throat> that? And so here we are again. I mean, I don't understand what it is. What what all the great minds in this world, and there are some wonderful people, but still, it just is it the inherent depths of the sinfulness of yeah, all of us? Yeah, I think us. it is. That just keeps this repeating. And we turn to the Jewish state or Jews in general as the, they are the bad guys, that they're the root of all this in some way. They've been made the fall guy for thousands of years. I, I, I just, I'm dumbfounded by it. Mm -hmm. I really am. I mean, the atrocities, if you read anything about what happened on Saturday, the brutality, I mean, it's, un, it's unspeakable in it many really ways. It really is. And we're about to see a more violent chapter here that maybe has not been written for many, many thousands of years. Israel's about to pounce, and they are not to be trifled with. Mm -hmm. This is going to be very ugly. And I believe, as that caller said, Jim, it's always we're going to see a lot of deaths. How many deaths? Oh. I mean, it's bad enough what's happening in Ukraine. How many people have died in Ukraine? 300,000, 400,000? That's one side of the world, and now we're looking at the other side of the world, and here we are in the middle of all this. As people who love Christ, how do we tame our own hearts first, right? Our own anger, our own what? Lack of forgiveness, lack of understanding, closed-mindedness. All those things. Lack of repentance. Of course, it starts with us, right? Yeah, because you look at these world powers and you think, you know, going back the many, many years uh, of dispute between the Arabs and uh, the Jews in that area, and you see how they've been unable to come to an agreement. And then when you add the Holocaust in there and you add the deaths of 6, 000, 6 million plus uh, people of Jewish ancestry, then... Emotions couldn't possibly run higher. But the weird thing is, total Jewish population in this world is minuscule. There is billions and billions and billions of us here. And what tiny percentage? It's got to be 0 0.001. And people are still pointing the finger, right? Yep. Anyway, we get a pretty good break. Yeah. 
If you want to join the conversation, 800-320-8255. We're happy to have you along. It's the Tuesday edition. It's the ride home. Roofing, siding, and remodeling. Home of the Lifetime Workmanship Warranty. Get $1,500 off any full roof or full siding replacement project signed in October. Restrictions apply. Call 724-NEW-ROOF or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Think the government is spying on you? Wait until you learn the entire truth from Swiss America, the trusted leader in precious metals for 40 years. Let's just say you might want to think twice before making a bank withdrawal these days because somebody could be watching. It's true. Let Swiss America educate you about how banks are required to spy on us for the government and report any behavior they deem suspicious. You'll be shocked when you read The Secret War on Cash from Swiss America, which is really a war against all freedom-loving Americans. It's free to Salem listeners. Get your free copy of The Secret War on Cash by calling Calling or texting 800-630-1495. That's 800-630-1495. This war includes digital currencies too, so please get and read The Secret War on Cash free by calling or texting right now at 800-630-1495. 800-630-1495. Message and data rates may apply. Pumpkins, 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 and more pumpkins. Pumpkins are what the Springhouse is thinking about this time of year. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse, and we love sharing our farm with you during this beautiful time of year. We've got all kinds of fun planned for you and your family to be able to spend the whole day on our farm. Pumpkin patch hay rides, a petting zoo, giant square bale stack and pipes for sliding, a hay maze and a corn maze, pumpkin picking right out of the field, old time games under a tent up on the hill, and lots more. And when you get hungry, of course, we have great eats inside, too, with lots of pumpkin creations. Pumpkin pie, pumpkin cookies, pumpkin bread, pumpkin custard, and even pumpkin black bean chili. Every October Saturday features a family-friendly meal, and October Sundays feature our 4-H hog roast with all the fixins. Plan to spend a memory-making day on the farm at the Springhouse in 84 PA, 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. Eden Christian Academy celebrates 40 years of providing Christian education to thousands of children in the North Pittsburgh area. At Eden, students are engaged in an education where dedicated faculty go above and beyond as they teach, connect, and are used by God to help transform the lives of every student. October 16th through 20th is Fall Admissions Week, a perfect time to learn how Eden can equip your child as a critical thinker and caring leader in today's world, pre-K through 12th grade. Learn more at Eden Christian Academy Roofing, siding, or remodeling? 724 New Roof. All right, let's move forward here. Uh, The state of California, they have just banned the use of four harmful chemicals found in food. Now, this is interesting because the European Union has uh, banned this uh, a while back. Yeah. But uh, these four things... uh, additives that are dangerous uh the aforementioned red dye number three hasn't red dye like is it number two (laughs) not sure i'm not sure about the numbers of red dye we've been down this road before with red dye. i believe we have right 
Yeah. Then and this time we've also got to add to the list potassium bromate, brominated vegetable oil, and propyl paraben. What? All these things. All yeah. these. So they they of course they end up in processed food, which we're all eating. So whether it's soda or donuts, right? All those things that make it look pretty and do things that like keep it fluffy and stuff. Exactly. And I don't. I'm not remotely interested in having any of that in my food, right? Now, this is the first time a state has banned food additives that the FDA allows. So that's kind of interesting, right? Because up to this point, you go, well, the FDA is the organization we have, which kind of tells us what's, and this is the first time a state's like, you know what? Nope, Mm -hmm. we're going to ban it. Now, several popular fast food chains, including Papa John's, Dunkin' Donuts, and Panera, also, major soft drink manufacturers like Pepsi, Coke, and Gatorade have already stopped using these additives we're talking about. Right. So the consumption of these ingredients associated with decreased ovarian reserves in women also been linked to reproductive issues in male rats. Hmm. Holy smokes. Okay, now see, whenever I read stuff like this, yeah. like remember Splenda came out and they said, well, Splenda's bad for you, but you would have to eat this amount yeah, of Splenda. Okay, right. And I think, well, I'm not going to eat that much. But then, you know, you think over a lifetime, it, it does add up, doesn't right. it? Right. Like how much, yeah. I mean, the red dye number three, What? I mean, that's what was in... Uh, Swedish Fish. Yeah, it was it? I don't know. I'm just, you know, when we go to the movie sometime, we'll go, oh, it's just a Swedish fish. Wasn't it in Tylenol or some kind of... Oh, really? I think like it was like Advil. infant Tylenol, like oh, really? some, the liquid version or something like that for a while. It Why hasn't would you need been, that? It hasn't been for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, the FDA banned it from cosmetics in 1990, but it's still also found in ketchup, barbecue sauce, and even meat. Meat? Red dye? That's what it says. So if you did not use this, these additives, would, would things look bland? I don't know. Less appealing I, to the eye? I Is guess, that the deal? That, that would be the I can't think of why else you would use it. The World Health Organization consider, considers potassium bromate, which is an ingredient that's used to improve the texture of processed bread products. Mm-hmm. Fluffy. Okay, that, just looking at bread products that you that are available Fluffy. on the, I try not to buy any of that. Like Wonder Bread. Yeah, or any anything. Potato rolls. Tasty cake stuff. Like any of that, mm. like, you know, little yummy. Debbie stuff. It's all yummy. That's so good. It's also yummy. But that none of that can be good for you. It just not. can't be. Right, right. I told you a friend of mine uh, lived way up, like, you know, 10 stories up in Manhattan. He put a, tink, a Twinkie on his window ledge. Yeah. And it sat out there for like two years. Mm-hmm. And he would occasionally open up the window and press it. It yeah. still had that little spongy feel. Did it to really? It. Yeah. I don't feel like that's good. It was in rain and wind and sleet and snow, but it still had its properties. I don't feel that like that's good. I would tell you good. something right there, right? Now, the purple paraben uh, is used in both food and cosmetics as a preservative. It's yeah. linked to the reproductive issues that you talked about. Um, and then brominated vegetable oil is used in sodas, especially ones with citrus flavoring. Hmm. What would that be? Like fresca? Yeah, that's maybe. Great. Or a squirt? Or maybe uh-huh. Orange Crush? Oh, yeah, sure. Would it? I mean, I'm just guessing. But how many Orange Crushes do you have to drink and you go, well, oh, geez, not I very many. So good, right? According to Scientific American, the chemical can build up in the body over time and can cause reproductive issues and heart problems. Hmm. Now, I've, I... So if you're done reproducing? I am done reproducing, Have yes. yourself a Fresca. Yeah. Right. Now, we don't know for sure that, that, that Fresca contains this. No, we're just saying. Yeah, we're just saying, you know. But it's, you know... Citrusy. Okay, speaking of citrusy, um, there was a sale, and I bought some uh, orange Fanta. Oh, how was that? 
Delicious. Well, it was a lot sweeter than I thought uh, it was. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. yeah. I would like to do an AB with that and Orange Crush. Okay. All right. Well, I was at a small group thing the other day, and, they, and I had a fresca, which and uh, was super delicious. Does that still have saccharin? Didn't it used to have saccharin? I, don't know. I think it has aspartame now. It, had it was good delicious. Taste. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, very much so. It's one station with many locations. Word FM is on OnePlace.com, WordFM.com, the Word FM mobile app on your smart speaker, and at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. 688-BIBLE. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden speaking on the Israeli war with Hamas. He says the U.S. is subtly behind Israel. So in this moment, we must be crystal clear. We stand with Israel. We stand with Israel. And we will make sure Israel has what it needs to take care of its citizens, defend itself, and respond to this attack. There's no justification for terrorism. The president also says the American death toll after the Hamas attack is now at 14. Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovitz, who has been detained in Russia on espionage charges, has lost an appeal to be released from jail. That means he will stay behind bars at least until November 30th. On Wall Street, the Dow had 154 points, the Nasdaq adding 90 points. This is SRN News. This is an urgent warning. America is heading for another major financial disaster at an alarming rate. We could see stock prices fall as much as 50%, but this time the crash could be more violent and come faster than you ever imagined. We are Advantage Gold, America's most trusted precious metals company, and we are here to sound the alarm that winter is coming for investors. And now is the time to take actions that may help protect and secure your portfolio with physical precious metals. Want to help protect your hard-earned money before it's too late, call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000 and request our free gold and silver survival kit today. Mention that you heard us on the radio and learn how you could get up to $1,000 in free silver coins. The number is 800-900-8000. Call now to get your free survival kit and see if you qualify for $1,000 in free silver today. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Check with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. Our community strength lies in the collective effort of neighbors, businesses, churches, and landlords coming together to ensure that individuals experiencing homelessness receive the support, dignity, and compassion they deserve. For over three decades, Union Mission has been the driving force behind this transformative endeavor in Westmoreland and neighboring counties. From its humble beginnings in 1987, when they welcomed their first resident into emergency shelter, Union Mission has evolved into a comprehensive system of interventions that assist people in transitioning to safe, sustainable housing. Union Mission stands as a beacon of hope dedicated to transforming lives and creating brighter futures for those in need. Not just a service provider, Union Mission is a group of compassionate individuals committed to making a tangible impact on the lives of those they serve. Join Union Mission in providing hope, healing, and lasting change. Together, we can illuminate the path to a brighter future for all. Visit theunionmission.org or call 724-539-3550 to discover how you can make a difference today. For over four decades, Cornerstone Television Network has been sharing the truth of the gospel through Christ-centered TV in Pittsburgh and beyond. We can't wait to share with you how we've expanded to reach even more lives this fall. 
Mark your calendar for Visions of Hope, October 9th through 13th on Cornerstone TV. Together, we'll lean into the presence of God through powerful worship, inspirational messages, and an exciting call to get involved. Tune in and discover how God has used faithful viewers and partners to spread the good news far and wide through the airwaves, our 24-7 prayer line, and even our Cornerstone Cares outreach, which allows us to feed the poor, provide quality education to children in need, and spread the gospel even more. Watch Visions of Hope, October 9th through 13th at 8 p.m. on Cornerstone Television. That's Verizon Fios Channel 505 or Channel 805 on Comcast Xfinity. Mainly clear skies expected for tonight. We'll reach a nighttime low of 42. Mostly sunny tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll see a high of 65. Tomorrow night, plenty of clouds with a low of 49. Thursday, variable cloudiness will reach a high Thursday of 64. Mostly cloudy Thursday night, the low 52. Friday, clouds and sun, the high 70. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Is it spring yet? It's It's not spring yet, John. It hasn't been winter yet. No. Sorry. Just waiting. Mm -hmm. Just waiting. Yeah, we need a little more time. I mean, it's kind of dreary out there today, isn't it? It's a, I have to be honest with you and say it's a dreary day. Yeah. I'm having a little bit of a hard time today. Do you get, do you have that sad thing? Seasonal affect. Do you get that? Uh, no. I just thought. Are you are you sad that it's a little chilly? I'm I am sad it's a little chilly. Yeah. What do you think you have it? Well, uh, not really. Um, a friend of mine gave me one of those lights. Oh you know, yeah. I just think I'm just cr- just cranky. That's all. You <laughs> yeah, so you can't. Get, it's no, not like can't a, really me- pin it down to one right. season. You can't really blame it on some scientific no you principle. Know. No, I understand. But, but I get it. We've got a, a friend who's got that right. Yes, we do. Uh, sad seasonal affect yeah. disorder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I know it's hard to go. I this morning I was talking to my cat. Mm-hmm. Hey, how you doing? Cat? <laughs> I told you how things are. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to, I'm glad to be here with a cat. Yeah, no, I was talking to the cat. We should have a like a, a studio cat. Wouldn't that be nice? It would be nice mm-hmm. to have a little yeah station cat. And purr. It would be like fifth grade, where like on the weekends it goes home with a different individual, <laughs> like a turtle, exactly, or like the hamster. Uh, Anyways, I was talking to the cat when I was making the bed, mm. and I was explaining how lucky he is to have fur because I was very cold. Mm. You know, you just get chilled yeah. for like no reason that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And I said, "I, you're fine." I was pointing to him, yeah. and I said, "I am just chilly." Mm-hmm. I, I like I put on a sweatshirt, and I was putting on another one. I was just frustrated with it. I mm-hmm. said, "This seasonal transition is hard." Mm-hmm. What did he say? He didn't say anything. Not but much. He, yeah. He did rub against my calf. <laughs> it's kind of funny because I was lying in bed last night with a nice heavy cover on. It just feels so good. Yes, yeah. And I was worried about my dog. Oh, because you thought he was going to be cold? Yeah, because he's short hair. Oh, and right. He's from Puerto Rico. Oh, yeah. He's and like, thinking, hmm, how did he land here? What's going on here? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny the, the, how you imprint your stuff on your uh, your animals. I know. Right? Like they don't even, he's not even thinking about it. Probably. No, of course not. I don't think so. I mean, he's inside the house. It's not like it's freezing outside. Maybe he's concerned though. Yeah. Well, um, cause because he is in Puerto Rico, yeah, he probably doesn't understand anything that I say. <laughs> You're right. Right. You're right. I was a, I was with this friend of mine, uh, a couple 
uh, last week one day, and uh, she's from Vietnam, and her dog uh-huh. was sitting on my lap, and I was getting ready to throw the toy for the dog, you know, to to chase it. And I was telling Noel, what's the dog's name's Noel? I was like, I'm going to throw it. Throw, yeah. And he was like completely disinterested. And mm-hmm. I said, you know, does, doesn't your dog like this? And she said, he doesn't speak English. <laughs> and I was like, right. Right, right. Because she speaks to him all day right, long I in thought, Vietnamese. Right. So he right? doesn't speak English. He right. doesn't know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I say to my dog, come, come. He looks at me like, what are you I got even, nothing. Right. So I'll do this. He comes. And then it works. Yeah. Then he yeah. comes. So now I'm using just, you know, sort of small noises. So now the little kissy noises we know translate between Spanish <laughs> um, and English. Right, exactly. Okay, uh, so going from that to this next topic is hard. But clerk- where, where? Are we going there? Well, I thought we were going okay, to. Yeah, I think uh, we should. All right. Clergy burnout. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you did that to your pastor, would- it would reduce burnout. <laughs> hey, pastor, Come. Oh, we've been talking about um, clergy burnout for a long time, especially right. since COVID started, because that's when I started really reading about it. I think that's when Pew started doing a lot of uh, research studies on how clergy were faring. Well, because that's all of a sudden you saw your pastor on a Zoom call and you think, what the heck is that guy in the Zoom call? Well, and for? all he's all the pastor's getting are emails from people who are pro-mask and anti-mask. Right, and right. he's ready to you know tell them all to go. Hey, pastor, what are you saying on politics? Oh. Anyway, um, but at one point, and I haven't seen recent figures, but uh, maybe six months ago, mm-hmm. it was 40% of pastors in America were looking to leave the profession, not looking to like transfer to a different church, right. but looking to get out of Dodge. Um, and so uh, we saw an article in, in Religion News Service today talking about the same thing. Yeah, so RNS says that uh, being constantly on call to share other people's trauma is one of the unique stressors that makes being a pastor so challenging and, of course, leads to burnout symptoms, which some studies estimate affect one-third of clergy. Wow. So trauma, I mean, every day you wake up and someone in your congregation is either dying, dead, or... Getting a divorce, fighting with their kids, money troubles, incarcerated... Uh, and you're the one yep. who absorbs that. You're right. like the sin eater, yep. right? You have to do this. Yep. And so I wonder about um, pastors and therapy, right? What percentage yeah. of pastors go to therapy and how valuable that would be someplace else to dump that? It seems like it would be mm-hmm. essential. But what I a- wonder what the percentages are. I'm guessing they're probably low. A lot of people who end up in helping professions right. don't aren't the same people who get help. Well, then, then that would go further to the pastor's spouse, right? Because mm-hmm. the pastor's spouse has to absorb that as well, right? The pastor yeah. comes home and says, let me tell you what happened today, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, the pastor's wife goes, what the heck? That's so much to bear. I appreciate some pastor's wives have nothing to do with the pastorate. Some pastor's yeah. wives are deeply ingrained in it. It's like a tag team in a way. Right. And some pastor's wives go, no, that's me. That's, right. that, that's him. That's right. her. Right. I appreciate the fact that couples can arrive at and churches can arrive at different perspectives on that. Just mm-hmm. I know this is not what, you, what we're talking about, but I just think that the pastor's wife thing, I think it's good that pe- I do too. It's we, let pe- we let people do it different ways. Yep. So compassion fatigue is a thing, right? 
someone who's hardwired, who becomes a pastor, because they have such deep compassion, but day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, that's what their compassion, compassion, compassion. Mm-hmm. You've got to be burnt out. Right. And so how do, you, how do you leave that behind? How are you healthy enough to minister to yourself, your family, your flock, your congregation? Yeah, and be able to have any kind of staying power, right? Power, right? So in churches that are politically divided or, I mean, every church, every church uh, is. probably every church. But does is that come up a lot? Do you think a lot, do you think that comes up a lot of churches? I mean, what, politics? Yeah. Yes. Do you think so? I was just talking to somebody and uh, he was retelling a story that he had told me a couple years ago, pre-COVID. Um, he had moved here from Florida had never uh, lived outside of Florida before he came here for work. Mm-hmm. Here, um, here yeah, he'd lived in several different places in Florida, yep. but hadn't hadn't um, been in the Northeast or hadn't been anywhere other than Florida. And uh, he said that his first week at church here in Pittsburgh was the first time in his entire life. He's probably 30. First time in his entire life that the sermon didn't have to do with politics. What? What? How about that? The first time in your entire... Listen, maybe I'm an outsider here, but I have never once heard a sermon on politics. I have so no that, interest. But listen to what that tells you. Is that a you, regional thing? Yeah, about how different how different regions interact with... What? Church. I'm not going to church to hear he about was in shock. candidate he B. Thought, he, couldn't, he thought that there was something wrong with the church he went to because he was like... What's it like? We're not talking about that. What? And he ended up sticking around for a while and met some people at the church. And then it was kind of like, so he said, so this is a thing where you guys don't talk about politics. He couldn't believe it. Really? His whole life. And he was 30 years old. Yeah. Or somewhere around there. Heaven help us. Heaven help us. I just think that that's, we just look at it one way because of where we live and the kind of, you know, then if you live in Alabama or you live in California or Montana, it's a big country. People look at it differently. How would you teach that in seminary? Here's how to here's how to preach politics. Well, a lot of seminaries. Sense. Well, a lot of seminaries are, are in are regional. Right, right. So I'm sure that's part of the training. Anyway, I guess I guess out. the bottom line is your pastor could be burning out. So be nice to him. How do you know that? Her, how do you please? know your pastor's burning out? You may be not nice even to know them. it. All right, we'll take a quick break. Uh, we're going to talk about God speak science. What neurons, giant squid, and supernova reveal about our creator? There's a shift in tone. Yeah, I like okay? it. Okay, let's talk about God and nature, the two things. 101.5 WORD. She was giving me the ultrasound, and she turned on the sound, and my baby had a heartbeat. You've heard that seeing is believing. That's certainly true when it comes to pregnancies. It's been shown that abortion-minded women who see their babies on an ultrasound are likely to have that baby. Today, you could provide a free ultrasound for a pregnant woman for just $28, the cost to save the life of a baby. So whether you want to save one or five or hundreds of babies, Word FM and Preborn are here to help. Call today, 833-850-BABY, or go to wordfm.com. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. 
This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-950-0099. 800-950-0099. That's 800-950-0099. What if I told you you can save a baby's life for just $28? Well, it's true. Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant girls and women who otherwise might choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing inside her. $140 can do this for five girls and women. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a click or phone call away. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or you can do it safe and secure online by clicking on the preborn banner at wordfm.com. At Eden Christian Academy, lives are under construction every day. Lives built upon the foundation of God's Word, shaped by the understanding that every student is created with a unique design and purpose, building the mind with academic strength and depth, while fashioning spiritual Christ-like character that can change the world. Fall enrollment is open now, pre-K through 12th grade. Eden Christian Academy, building His kingdom, one life at a time, at EdenChristianAcademy.org. If you go in your backyard, you could spend the rest of your life in your backyard and be astounded by God's creation. And that's just your backyard, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the birds in our backyard, the deer, the trees, the the sky, all those things. But I wonder oftentimes people get nervous whenever they, they go, look at the, the glory of God's creation, because we, of course, should not be worshiping that. Worshiping nature, sure. right? Right. We'd be pantheists, and if but, that's but we're Christians. But so people it's, do. But sure, there are tons of people who do, and then there are probably the same number of people who just ignore creation. How could you not ignore that? If you live in the middle of a city, you know what I mean, and yeah. your life is industrial, maybe you're kind of removed from that. Well, I mean, that's why, like something like you know, Central Park in New York City is such a prize because. You know, living in New York City, the only time you know that seasons are changing, the, the concrete changes color a little bit until you walk in Central Park and you go, oh, my gosh, look at this creation. It's incredible. Mm. Well, John Van Slotten is with us. He's a Calgary-based writer, a teacher, a pastor, a regular columnist with the Calgary Herald. Uh, he's got a workout. It's brand new. It's, it's so beautiful. God speaks science, what neurons, giant squid, and supernova reveal about our creator. Hey, John, welcome to the show. John and Kathy, thanks for having me again. Yeah, um, I still have your your book on Metallica uh, oh, yeah. in my home library. <laughs> well, Metallica came to yep, church. I right? love that book. Yeah, that, your inner metalhead. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a long time ago. So it's good to have you back. Um, okay, so 
so when we talk about science, and we do that a lot on the show because it's just something that's interesting to John and I, um, I always go into it with some trepidation because I have no scientific background. I'm not trained as a scientist uh, in any way, shape, or form. And yet science is fascinating to me. Um, so can you talk about that? Like, can the every man enter into a conversation about science? Well, uh, if, if, if I'm any kind of representative, because I, too, have no science background, no undergraduate degree, I'm trained as a pastor and a theologian, and I think it's a reason that a lot of pastors stay away from science and science-based or scientific, uh, you know, scientifically sharp topics because uh, they're worried that they're going to mess it up or they can't pronounce the words or they're intimidated by science. So maybe that's the first thing to say about this book is it's, it's written by somebody who, like, it's like the rest of us, right, who, uh, who really appreciate science. I'm curious about it, and I do believe that uh, it, is, it is the tool for kind of unpacking the nature of, of this creation that we believe God made. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I had to push through that and, and work with many scientists, real scientists, real-world scientists are, are very much a part of what brought, brought the book together. Um, and they were willing to kind of talk a language I could understand, which enabled uh, sermons to be written and articles to be written about these topics, and then uh, a book to be written. So, so it isn't sciencey in a way that should be intimidating. It's sciencey in a way that, hey, here's a field guide that may help you know about, know God more through through the this revelation and creation. Good. Okay. So, John, coming in, I'm, I'm talking about being in the backyard and and, and loving nature. Uh, creation and the Bible, the, the two books in some way that, that guide us through life. Um, can you give us an example of how, the, how those two intersect, how they might work? Uh, can I give you a dozen examples? Oh, um, <laughs> uh, I was just out yesterday, or two days ago, I was out in the Rocky Mountains. I mm. live an hour away, and we we're just going for a drive. And every time we drive there now, I'm reminded of a, a connection that was made for me by a geoscientist who had discovered that mountains, all mountains in the world, above the tree line, so where they thought there would be now no groundwater, are actually filled with groundwater. They're filled with cracks, and mountains above the tree line are essentially big buckets of water that slowly leak water in times of warming climate or when there's a warm season and the river could potentially run dry. It's this providential grace that God has built into every mountaintop. That was only discovered in 2019. Wow. And, you, and believing that Jesus had something to do with that, through him all things were made. It's all over the scriptures, right? That somehow the wisdom of Christ is part of that mountain being that way. And then connecting that fact to God bringing water from a rock with Moses and the people of Israel in the desert and God being uh, the Lord, that Jesus is, is sort of the Lord of all of that, right? That somehow um, God had some, something to do with the water coming out of the rock then, and God very much has something to do with the water coming out of the rocks now, above the tree line in any mountain you've ever looked at. Um, putting those two together, uh, an experience of the Lordship of Christ and the wisdom of God, and, uh, yeah, both of those books came together in a powerful and numinous and, and uh, unforgettable way. And so now I have that parable, that geoscientific parable, my wife, too, and everyone who's heard me tell this story dozens of times, uh, this parable that you have in mind every time you head west from Calgary. Um, you know, God is preaching there, too. So that combination, uh, our friend... 
uh, Dr. Hugh Ross talks about two revelations. There's one in the Bible and yeah. then there's one in creation. Do you feel like it's, um, I mean, I, I've heard people say, well, that's blasphemous. There's one Bible. What do you say? Yeah. Um, in order, well, I met, I met Hugh this summer at a conference, and uh, and he was pretty uh, encouraging about the ideas of the book, and has obviously thought about this a lot. And and he would know, and I agree with him that these are these are not. Uh, you guys were talking about worshiping creation, right? And yeah. people pulling out their crystals and doing all that. This is this is not that. This is this is. This worldview of two books um, holds uh, historically, 500 years ago in the Belgian Confession, that in order to engage God's wisdom in creation, we need to do that through the Scriptures. We need to know our Bibles so well that when we wear them like a pair of glasses, what God reveals in creation becomes in comes into clearer focus. Um, and, 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 you know, the idea that creation and creator are somehow co-melded or, or uh, co-inhere with none of that either. Um, a very clear line between God as the one who made heaven and earth um, and what God has created and all of the creatures that fill what God has created. So, so no worries about pantheism or panentheism with this. Um, and I think those fears, though, have kept people away from engaging God's wisdom in creation, just as a kind of safety factor, which which I think is another kind of mistake. If if God really does, um, the, if there's something about the nature of God that can be known through the lens of the scriptures, through creation, and 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 that's a book that God speaks through, then I want I want to know God more and more and more, and I want to know Christ more. So I, I don't want to ignore that book. So. So yeah, that uh, it, it, it is a dance, and you're always kind of protecting yourself. And people worry that you're sort of um, lowering the authority of the scriptures, uh, when in fact I think you're kind of raising up the importance of the scriptures. And yeah, the Bible is clear and perspicuous on the gospel and the nature of Christ and grace in ways that a, a tree and its branches, or your neurons, or whatever creation um, uh, part of creation you're looking at, could ever be. So you need both books, and it's both books speaking to each other that uh, I find that's where, where the life is found, where, where, where God, where Christ is found. John Van Slotten is with us. We're talking about his new work, God Speaks Science. John, uh, the subtitle, What Neurons, Giant Squid, and Supernova Reveal About Our Creator. Listen, uh, you had me a giant squid. <laughs> <laughs> so w- what is the intersection of God, creation, and giant squid? Yeah, that I had uh, my wife and I were watching a BBC documentary maybe ten or twelve years ago, and there was a, uh, a Japanese zoological researcher who had spent his entire life. He was an elderly man in the documentary looking for the giant squid. Up until that point, it was one of the most elusive creatures uh, on the planet. It just swam at such deep depths, and uh, and we never saw it unless it sort of washed up on shore after it had died, and so. They had created a submersible with all the latest technology, and and the story was basically captured the moment where this man who had been thinking something his whole life um, finally saw what he was looking for. Um, so it was hard. They should have been using a U2 uh, uh, soundtrack in the moment <laughs> where he found where he was looking for. But 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 this idea of someone dedicating literally their whole career to to finding this thing 
because he knew the value of this thing. He knew it was a treasure. And it was hard watching that documentary to not hear Jesus's parable mm-hmm. about the man who found, found a great pearl and a great tre- sold everything. This guy gave up his whole life to find this great treasure. So, so Dr. Kubidera's life and vocational search became a kind of parable that echoed the parable that Jesus taught, which kind of echoes the pursuit, I believe, we're all made for, right, to, to find this treasure, right, and to see him face to face. Kubidera, in the sub, in the, when he first sees the squid for the first time, he, he says, it came, and, and I'm able to see it with my own eyes. And that was like a Job-like echo at mm-hmm. the end of Job where, you know, Job pulls out its promise. No, I'm going to see God with my own eyes. And so this kind of creative interweaving of these parables and scripture passages all came together. And yeah, the giant squid is just cool to put in the title as well, John. Well, sure, <laughs> of course. Okay, um, listen, our time's almost up, uh, John, and I'm sorry for that. But I, I want to hear how the thinking this way and the writing of this book has kind of altered you. Um, can you, can you talk about that process? Has this thinking changed how, how you, you know, your own personal life, your own devotional life? Yeah. Um, it, it transformed everything. Um, because I've been at this for, uh, 10, 12, 15 years, um, sort of looking at different facets of creation and doing these kinds of connections. And that, of course, has left me with a life filled with creation-based parables that are connected to biblical parables that have these co-illumining kind of aha moments. So I'm now sitting in my car looking at a whole bunch of trees and recalling the sermon on trees and branches and how a, a plant scientist taught me that there is no one ideal branch trunk connection. There is, there's an infinite number of possibilities because there are so many different plants and species around the world growing up at different times in different climates with more or less rain and sun and light, etc. And, and I was asking him that question because I wanted to understand Jesus's parable. If you remain in me, I am the vine, you are the branches, to find out what that definitive thing is, only to discover that, that there's, there's, you can abide in Christ Kathy, in a way that John can, and in a different way that I can, mm-hmm. is, it's, it's as unique as each of us. So that transformed what I understood to be the understanding of a parable in my life. And that's just tree branches. And then there's the insects that are now going into hibernation around me. And then there's the number of neurons in our brains, a stress-reducing mechanism that was discovered 10 years ago. And uh, the list goes on and on. And I feel like my life is, is like an art gallery now oh, filled yeah. with, with parables. Now, now surrounding me, Jesus reminding me that he's here and I've got you. And, and I mean, the scriptures are filled with those kinds of examples where God and Jeremiah points to creation and says, if, if that falls apart, then my covenant with you will fall apart. If, if you can get to the end of the nature of the cosmos and really understand it, well, then you have to worry about whether I'm going to yeah. be. And so, yeah, it, yeah, other than that, it hasn't made much of a difference, but it's, <laughs> it's, been, a, it's been a beautiful difference. That's good. That, John, that's so beautiful. Yeah, it really is. Thanks so much for that. I mean, that really, what you just said made my day. It really did. I mean, the power and the deepness, the beauty, the variety of God's creation. Yeah, we should grab onto that and uh, not, not be fearful. Thanks so much for this, John. It's a job well done. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on again. See you next book. Okay. 
Yes, Come see back you again. Next book. John Van Slotten, God Speaks Science, What Neurons, Giant Squid, and Supernova Reveal About Our Creator. That's fabulous. It really is. Job well done. Take a quick break. Come back. Does this make sense? Oh, that's next. Does, does that make sense? Urgent Camp Lejeune settlement message. On September 6th, the government announced it will soon begin providing fast, guaranteed settlements to Camp Lejeune Marines, families, and civilians. Awards will range between $100,000 and $550,000, with an option for higher amounts. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and suffered cancers of the bladder, liver, or kidneys, leukemia, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, Parkinson's, or kidney issues, you may qualify for compensation and could be paid within 60 days after accepting your settlement with your VA benefits fully protected. You may be entitled to a significant financial award Award for your Camp Lejeune claim, but you must act now. Call the James Harris Law Camp Lejeune Helpline now to get the compensation you deserve. We're already fighting for thousands harmed by the water at Camp Lejeune. Call now or you may forever lose your right to be awarded a settlement between $100,000 and $550,000. For your free evaluation, call 800-299-7878. That's 800-299-7878. 800-299-7878. Ad paid for by the Sentinel Group. Attention Marines, military personnel, families, and and contractors who were stationed at Camp Lejeune. Were you present at Camp Lejeune between August 1953 and December of 1987? You may be entitled to significant compensation. For nearly 34 years, those in the Marine Corps' base Camp Lejeune were exposed to contaminated drinking water, resulting in devastating injuries, including several forms of cancer, adverse birth outcomes, Parkinson's disease, and more. North Carolina's procedural laws have prevented victims from getting the justice they deserve, but passage of the Camp Lejeune Justice Act of 2022 would allow you or a loved one to file lawsuits compensation for illnesses and injuries linked to the toxic water. Call today for your free consultation. 800-301-9153. Let our experienced attorneys fight to get you the compensation you deserve. And you pay nothing unless there's a recovery in your favor. Call 800-301-9153. That's 800-301-9153. Again, 800-301-9153. Maybe you're an elder in a local congregation or a deacon wanting to serve your church more faithfully. Dr. Barry York on the Master of Theological Studies program at RPTS. The wonderful thing about the MTS degree is you can actually do it all online. So they can take the degree online and grow in that theological ability that will allow them to either teach or work more faithfully in their local congregation. Learn more about the MTS degree program and flexible online options at rpts.edu. It's easy to listen. We're everywhere. Hear us on oneplace.com, wordfm.com, on your phone, your smart speaker, and on your radio. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Over 1,200 acts of violence occurred in churches last year. It's likely that churches will continue to be targets for crisis events. Is your church prepared to respond? Your church can know how to prepare and can also know how to biblically respond to whatever crisis your church encounters. The world is watching us. Learn how to redeem crisis events with a powerful Christian response through online training at ChristianEmergencyNetwork.org. Christian emergencynetwork.org Mainly clear skies expected for tonight will reach a nighttime low of 42 mostly sunny tomorrow tomorrow we'll see a high of 65 tomorrow night plenty of clouds with a low of 49 Thursday variable cloudiness will reach a high Thursday of 64 mostly cloudy Thursday night the low 52 Friday clouds and sun the high 70 with your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon.
Does this make sense? It is what makes sense. Clorox wipes. Now, I'm not being brand specific. So if it's Lysol wipes or off-brand cleaner wipes, does that make sense? Not really. Now, I, I, what, are you, what are you using them for? What are you wiping down? Well, maybe your bathroom, you're cleaning the sink. You're cleaning your kitchen counter top. You're cleaning think, out the refrigerator. I know my wife has bought them, but I, I tend to ignore them. Do you? Mm-hmm. Why is that? I like a little spray instead. Okay. You know, a little spray thing. Shh, 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 shh. Makes me feel okay, better. Okay, so you feel like it doesn't make sense because... The delivery vehicle. Yeah. The little rag thing. I think you're completely right. Oh, hey, really? I don't think it makes sense either because you can make your own wipe yeah. by buying your Lysol or your Clorox or your off-brand whatever, and you put that on a cloth and you're... Why, do, what's, you, why are we doing the wipes? Because it's convenient. It's convenient. That's why. It is convenient. Everything's convenient. It's convenient. Yeah. But I don't think that's probably a good enough reason for me to buy them. I mean, I have them in my house. And I, I want you to know that I'm reevaluated. I've reevaluated. Well, like here in the workplace, uh, you could see that they would come in handy, right? Well, yeah, because we're not like fully stocked here right. with like a bunch of cleaning agents. Right. But at home, All right. John, that doesn't make sense. Our apologies to the clean it's Clorox company. No, or Lysa. I'm, I was, wasn't being brand specific. No. All right, does this make sense? Shining your shoes. Oh my gosh! Oh, shining my. your shoes. What? Is that is that a thing of the past? I shine my shoes every day. You shine your shoes every day? Yes. With every, shoe polish? Yes. Every and a, day. And a brush and a buffing cloth. What? Yes. I never knew this about you, and I've known you for... Yes. What? what? Every day. You're shining your shoes? Yes. Let me see your shoes. Well, I mean, today I'm... Oh, you got tennis shoes on. Okay, okay but not... here's the thing. If you're wearing dress I shoes. I clean these. Uh-huh. You wipe them down. Yes. Really? And if I'm wearing leather shoes, I I shine them every day. Well, you're the exception, not the rule. Well, I, that that's sad because it makes total sense. I mean, I remember shining my father's shoes right. when I was a young boy and doing my absolute best and being so yeah. proud of that. Yeah, good. And getting, you know, a, a, mon- a small monetary reward. Mm-hmm. That goes by the wayside. You that has not gone by the wayside even a little come bit. Come on, you don't see shoe shine guys on the street or anything like that, I, do you? I see some shoe what? shine guys, sure. I'm but a- I'm my own shoe shine guy. People are I have a casual whole, shoes. I have, a whole, I have a whole box with all of my accoutrement in there. It does make sense. Yeah. 101.5 WORD. Okay, everybody in the car. Where are we going, Daddy? On an adventure. Yay! Adventures in Odyssey. It's not just a kid's show. It's a show the whole family can enjoy. Listen on this station. Adventures in Odyssey, tonight at 8 on 101.5 Word FM, W-O-R-D. It's really important to us to never be the company that's always yelling, We've got a blue light special. This is too good to be true. No fuss. No must. No obligation. No risk. No purchase necessary. Act now. Order today. Limited time only. Some restrictions apply. All sales are fine. Batteries not included. If you know anything about us, you know that kind of thing just isn't our style. But today, we are announcing something that we think is legitimately pretty special. 
and that is our new no down payment program. Generally, to buy a new home, you have to put down a percentage of the purchase price up front as a down payment, which for many can be a tough thing. But with our new no down payment program, you can now buy a new home if it's your primary home with 0% down. You'd still have to pay traditional closing costs like on any other purchase, but not having to come up with a traditional down payment could be a big deal for many. We are United Faith Mortgage. No purses necessary. Sorry. United Mortgage Corp. Melbourne, New York. And I'm listening 1330. That's the lady Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage Lender License 22672. Hi, I'm Olivia, and I'm 11. Some people my age might think water in a basement's pretty cool. Who wouldn't want an indoor swimming pool? But my dad taught me a thing or two about homes. You mean all those times I talked about waterproofing. You were actually listening? Absolutely. I'm like Alexa. Okay, so how does JMD Waterproofing protect your home? By keeping water out of the basement so it doesn't compromise the structure of your home. And? By not giving yucky mold and mildew a place to grow. Pretty good. Dad, I wasn't finished. Oh, sorry. And JMD Waterproofing can save you money. Do tell. By saving you from having to replace your basement appliances from water damage. I couldn't have said it better myself. Got water problems? Don't cry. Call 1-800-VERY-DRY. J&D Waterproofing. 1-800-VERY-DRY. People always ask me, why should I call Mr. Rooter Plumbing? Here's why. Our owner, Bob Bill, learned plumbing from his father who started plumbing in 1964. His father taught him to do it right the first time, and that's what Bob passed on to all of our plumbing technicians today. If you need a plumber, call Mr. Rooter. Always available for big and small jobs. Plus, mention you heard this ad on Word FM and receive 10% off your next service with us. Call 412-ROOTER2 today. This is not morbid, but, but I've always loved this. I love reading obituaries. I know. You've always said that. And I wish I knew. Like, these people were alive and they lived incredible lives. Mm-hmm. And you don't know anything about them. And right. then you get to read the obituary and go, I wish I would have known this yeah. guy when he was alive. This is a story, uh, an obituary in today's New York Times. A guy by the name of Charles Feeney, 92 years old. Uh, he made his, his fortune $8 billion in um, duty-free shops. Eight million dollars. Billion. What? Eight billion dollars. He was a pioneer of duty-free shops and a shrewd investor in technology startups. He gave away nearly eight billion dollars to charity, most of it quietly. Wait a minute. So, so he gave away like his whole fortune? Yep. Like in one fell swoop? Nope. Slowly. Uh, his death was announced by the Atlantic Philanthropics, a group of foundations that he had started and funded since the early 1980s. And um, he he had five kids, and he left each of them uh, $2 million and himself $2 million. He lived in San Francisco with his wife in a two-bedroom apartment. He, um, listen to this. This is from the Times. Chuck Feeney's remarkable role model and the ultimate example of giving while living, his fellow billionaire Bill Gates told Forbes in 2012. Another of the world's richest people, Warren Buffett, presented a Forbes 400 Lifetime Achievement Award to Mr. Feeney in 2014, calling him, quote, my hero and Bill Gates' hero. He should be everyone's hero. Uh, Unlike philanthropists whose names are publicized and celebrated at banquets, Mm -hmm. emblazoned on building facades and museums, he gave anonymously 
to universities, medical institutions, scientific endeavors, human rights groups, and individuals. Here in the United States, Vietnam, South Africa, Australia, Israel, Jordan, and other lands. He um, also gave to Northern Ireland and uh, Irish Americans, where he was, uh, counted himself, the name Sweeney, as a good Irishman. Uh, His name did not appear on one of the 1,000 buildings on five continents that he built. And his name's not on them. He gave $2.7 billion to fund those buildings. Grants to institutions and individuals were paid by cashier's checks to conceal the source. Beneficiaries were told that he, the money came from a generous client who wished to remain anonymous. And those who did learn his identity were told not to reveal his involvement. His philanthropic, That's so incredible. Isn't it? His philanthropic organizations were incorporated in Bermuda to avoid United States disclosure requirements. Although, of course, he did pay United States taxes for the deductions. He was raised uh, by Depression-era parents in New Jersey, working-class Roman Catholics. And um, he came upon this idea of duty-free shops, which he started by selling to uh, servicemen returning from active duty, selling liquor, cigarettes, perfume uh, in, the 19, in the 1950s in Europe. But the, the profits were enormous. But he was troubled, he said, by his opulent life of black-tie dinners, grand yachts, and values far from those of his family and friends in New Jersey. Mm. He was beginning to have doubts. And so he said, how much is rich? That was the question people would ask. How rich are you? And he would say, how much is rich beyond all expectations, beyond all deserving, so to speak? I just reached the conclusion with myself that money... Buying boats and all the trimmings did not appeal to me. So he reversed his extravagant lifestyle. He quit wealthy social groups. He started to fly economy class. He bought clothes off the rack. He gave up fancy restaurants. He sold his limousine and began to take buses and subways. He also resolved to give all of his money away anonymously. Of course, he followed by only 1% of American givers. All his instincts instilled in him by his parents. And so he did. So he gave away $8 billion anonymously, and no, and no one ever knew it was him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His identity as a human, uh, humanitarian benefactor was disclosed in 1997 after he and a partner sold their interest in the duty-free shops to Louis Vuitton. Legal filings put the value of his shares at $1.6 billion then, um, and he started to give away his money. How about that? That is just incredible. Yeah. Anonymously. And he lived, when he died at 92, in a two-bedroom apartment. And he was worth some $9 billion. You know what I'd love to know? Hmm. If he was happier. I'm sure he was I bet happier. he was. The burden of I all that? I bet he was. Yeah, how about that? Uh, where was I today? Oh, I know. I was. I had to buy new tires today. <laughs> I could have used some of that $9 billion. Yeah. But the guys in the tire shop were talking about the Powerball. And just from me listening to their conversation, they've got a tire shop pool. So the Powerball is now, I think they said, $1.7 billion. $1.7 billion. That's absolutely incredible. Could you imagine the fear of winning that? The horror of that? Yeah. How that would Especially you- because... I don't. I think it's an. I think it's a state law 
or maybe it's a federal law. I think it's a state law where you have to disclose. disclose. I think it depends upon what state you're in. Yeah, that's and what I, I mean. Think, it's a state yeah, law. So Pennsylvania, yeah. I believe, is a full disclosure. Yeah. So you have to. So if you win it, everybody has to know who you are. Right. That's hor- that would be horrible. Yeah. You well, fear you, for your safety. Well, yeah, and you know all the stories of NFL players who come into money, come into money, and then they've got hangers on people they haven't met since fifth grade right. who are, have their hand out. My great uncle, uncle right? Uncle. And it's too much to manage, right? Because it's undeserved, it, uh, right? I mean, well, 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 I mean, it is deserved. I mean, it's but, it's deserved for the guy who's earning it, right. but it's not deserved for the guy he hasn't met since fifth grade with his hand out. But lottery money is undeserved. Oh, right. So it comes yeah. w- with a really weird psychological, right. spiritual price tag. Well, that's one of the things that I've always wondered about when corporations or when uh, governments make money off of like uh, natural resources. Forests. If they just discover that they've got oil and all of a sudden they're just... A wash. A wash in cash. It's not that they've never worked in their life, but it is, it's just something that they kind of stumbled upon. The movie, There Will Be Blood. Oh my gosh, of course. That's it, in a nutshell. That's exactly what it is, right? The shrewdness of that man in that story. If you've never seen that film. Oh, it is such a good film. It's brutal. It's an Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, excellent. Won the Oscar for it. Mm Mm-hmm. But the, he, he, I mean, he was a hard worker. They showed that early, those early scenes yeah. where he's in the right. pit. Things are falling upon him. He's grinding it out mm-hmm. day after day after day after day after day. And then finally he strikes it. And then? And then he cons- all consumed. Yep. The love of money consumes this man. Mm-hmm. He adopts a child and uses that child yep. as a tool and then takes over towns, cities, countries. Yep. All in the quest of the mighty dollar. And this guy, Charles, Charles Sweeney, F- Sweeney, 92, was just completely, Charles Feeney. Yeah. Charles Feeney, yeah. Yeah, was just decided, I'm not getting too into much. that. I don't trust. Much. I don't trust myself. I'm not getting into that. Do you think it was, I don't trust myself? No, maybe it I was. think it was probably like, it's just too much to bear. Or maybe many, it was. How many boats do I need, he says, basically. Black ties, you know, the mm-hmm. hobnobbing and all that. He wanted a more simple, more modest lifestyle, like his parents instilled in him. They said he never forgot his childhood neighborhood or his childhood friends. He was just a modest guy who wanted to live simply, who came upon a a big idea with great business acumen and made something flourish. But it was too much to bear. I think that's really interesting. He was strangled by his own wealth. And, and don't you see that and, again and again but, and again? But, but he, but he didn't have to be. He, he right. took. He, I was going to say he took control of it, but actually he kind of he gave up. Con- gave up control of it. I mean, I think about. Wow, you know, that's incredible. You look at somebody like um, I, 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 you read about Britney Spears from time to time. Oh, what? It's like it's one travail after another. Because because it involves awful, that. Yep. That thing. Yep. That the vesture. I mean. How, it, however, when you're at uh, the tire place today oh my <laughs> if somebody God. came in and said they'd pay for your tires it'd feel pretty good uh, tires are expensive it would feel man, pretty man, good everything's so expensive and you know and that's that that's the thrill of the lottery you kind of go i don't have to struggle anymore i would spend two dollars and change my life so i don't have to worry i don't have to struggle the burden is lifted
Right. That's the great allure. Yes. Right. Right. The aphrodisiac yep, of yep. Easy Street. Yep. It is. And you get that. Of course, you get sure. that because, and you wonder, you wonder about people who you know grow up as trust fund babies, who didn't earn the money, and they they have that thing. They're different than you and I. Mm-hmm. The way that they look at the world, and yeah, it's different. It's just the love of money. Yeah, the but, root of all evil. Charles Feeney. Yeah, boy, threw it aside. All right, we'll take a quick break. Yeah, we'll be right back. It's the ride home. And now, a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive. Well, today you can expect lots of cloud cover with 0% chance of raining on your parade because you'll be riding your motorcycle vroom vroom. That rumbling low-pressure system beneath you should give way to a relaxing commute and the sudden urge to take the scenic route everywhere you go because, dang nabbit, you're having fun out there. That's your forecast. Back to you. This has been a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive, where every day's a beautiful day to ride with coverage from America's number one motorcycle insurer. Get a quote today and see what you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Hi, this is Rhett Rasmussen of BestHotGrill.com. We make the amazing Solaire infrared gas grills that are built to last and will consistently deliver better than restaurant grilled food. The Solaire infrared burner heats up to 1,000 degrees in just three minutes, even in the dead of winter. The high heat locks in the juices and flavor and grills food faster. Learn more about these fantastic USA-made grills at BestHotGrill.com. Solaire, hot, fast grills at besthotgrill.com. For over four decades, Cornerstone Television Network has been sharing the truth of the gospel through Christ-centered TV in Pittsburgh and beyond. We can't wait to share with you how we've expanded to reach even more lives this fall. Mark your calendar for Visions of Hope, October 9th through 13th on Cornerstone TV. Together, we'll lean into the presence of God through powerful worship, inspirational messages, and an exciting call to get involved. Tune in and discover how God has used faithful viewers and partners to spread the good news far and wide through the airwaves, our 24-7 prayer line, and even our Cornerstone Cares outreach, which allows us to feed the poor, provide quality education to children in need, and spread the gospel even more. Watch Visions of Hope, October 9th through 13th at 8 p.m. on Cornerstone Television. That's Verizon Fios Channel 505 or Channel 805 on Comcast Xfinity. Terms and conditions apply. Visit ARWHome.com for details. Homeowners, if you don't have an ARW home warranty, you could be losing thousands of dollars a year on repairs for your home. An ARW home warranty service plan covers the repairs in your home that the home insurance won't. For instance, Jerry's new sewer line was going to cost $2,500. ARW saved me thousands. Judy's water heater broke and was going to cost her $2,000. ARW saved me $2,000. Don't be shocked at the high prices when a home system breaks down. Be protected by ARW Home Warranty and get peace of mind for less than a dollar a day. With plans for heating and AC systems, washers, dryers, kitchen appliances, plumbing, electrical systems, and more. Real estate professionals, ARW has an attractive bonus program for you. If you own a home, don't wait for something to break in your home. Get an ARW Home Warranty now and find out how much money you could be saving by calling 800 711 5250. That's 800 711 5250. 800 711 5250. Did it. Uh, so it's 
a recurrent thing on the ride home yeah. is that I uh, ask John, who has this weird ability to to uh, figure out how old people are. Which well, is just a very narrow bandwidth. Yeah, I mean, okay. Like, if you ask me, he's like a celebrity from today. I have no clue. Oh, yeah. But like, okay. you know, in my wheelhouse, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, I've got two people okay. who um, are in that wheelhouse? both musicians okay. whose birthdays are today. And I'd like to start with this one. I know this is. Do you know who it is? Yeah, yeah. Who is it? Okay, so it, it it sounds like, in some way, Sammy Davis Jr. Uh huh. But it's not. Right. It's it's the copy of mm-hmm. a close relative. It's Ben Vereen. Yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. I can't believe he guessed yeah, that. Yeah, it's Ben Vereen. Yes, it is. Yeah. Now that 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 thing, that song and dance man, Ben Vereen. If you're alive today and you're like 20 or 30 years old, you have no idea who Ben Vereen was. But it's hard to overstate. It is. He's he's still alive. He's still alive. Um, He was a huge star in the 70s and the 80s, wasn't he? Oh, my gosh. 70s and the 80s. And he was on The Tonight Show all the darn time. Yeah. I mean, he's uber talented in that vein of song and dance. I think he won a Tony Award for um, Pippin. Okay. Which is a really great show. Mm Mm-hmm. he was connected to Sammy Davis Jr. I think Sammy Davis Jr. sort of opened the door oh, for Ben Oh, I didn't ben know Green. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, boy. His birthday's today, John. He's old. Um, 79. 77. Okay. Not Very bad. good. Gain the neighborhood. All right. And the next one doesn't have a whole lot of uh, of commonality. Do you know this is? Is it? Uh, it's David Roth. D- David Lee Roth. Uh-huh. Very good. Yeah. 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 Uh, Van Halen. Uh-huh. Which this yeah, is my sure. favorite Van Halen song. This is a yes. great song. It really I is, ap- yeah. This is such a great remake. Yeah. Lexi, a- do you love this? I do. Yeah. Isn't it great? It's so good. Doesn't it make you happy? I'm not a big fan. Are you? Uh, I am a moderate fan. Okay. I'm not a huge fan. I'm not like gonna go. Yeah. I, I mean, he was it. super gross. Yeah. At yeah, at the height of their is that fame. Pamela Lily Anderson. Uh, no, that no, was Tommy no, Lee. Tommy Lee, sorry. From Motley Crue. Um. He's. Uh, How old do you think David Lee Roth is? So if Ben Vereen's 77. 77 uh, considerably younger. Um, I would say he's, uh, you, since, it, since you're bringing it up, I'd say he's 70. Okay, he's 69. Hey, very good. Very close. Excellent. Very close. Mm-hmm. So well, yeah. Happy birthday. So, so how about <laughs> Happy birthday to, <laughs> to, ben to, to two people that have nothing in common no. whatsoever. But today is Absolutely their birthday. Not. Both. Okay. Yeah. Hey, it's also a last day to vote for Fat Bear Week. Oh. So go to Explore dot org if you want to uh, vote because uh, the final is Chunk versus Grazer. Chunk. And so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me read you what it says here. It says yeah. Grazer's powerful presence is as thunderous as her thick tree trunk thighs. She's large and in charge, but is she beatable in the bracket? Chunk, on the other hand, his gargantuan gut has cast a shadow on his competition and has launched this leviathan to the last round. Can his pudginess propel him to the prize? Vote now. Explore.org. Does he get a bag of food, the winner? I don't know what he gets. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.